Hello everybody and welcome to No Time to Grind, the podcast for the busy gamer. As always, I am joined by a bloated yellow man with only three hairs, Adrian. Hello. The cardboard king himself, Matthew. Hello. And a mad titan, hellbent on obtaining all six infinity stones, myself, Michael. Those three references, we've got this show, Hidden Run. Oh, yeah. Simpsons. Yeah. Simpsons Hidden Run. I would like to think Thanos would be less uh, uh, intimidating if his name was Michael. That's true. <laughs> it was, the comics would just sell so much less. And yes, of course, Infinity War, because that just came out, and we've seen it. So if you haven't seen it, stay away, because maybe spoilers. No, I don't think we'll be talking about spoilers at all. We, okay, I, that, this is not a movie podcast. Yeah, accidental is, ones. Yeah, ac- like accidentally revealing that Batman dies. <gasps> that broke my heart. What have but, I done? You know, if Ben Affleck dies in reality, what are they going to do? Alrighty, so this is almost like a triple episode because we're going to do quick housekeeping. I don't know how long that's going to take, really. It should be as short as we can get it. Yeah, um, there's a lot to go through this episode. But mostly it's a double episode. And the last double episode we had was episode 16, where we did Lifeline 2, which is a mobile game. But then we also had been playing Fallout New Vegas for the stream, and we're like, let's talk about that. Yeah. Uh, this one, both both better. Both better. <laughs> I just like to dig in at Vegas any chance I can. So. Yes, we know. You have an accent, right? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm familiar that you have no material and that you just replayed the same joke. And the, the audience loves it. What can I say? Now, speaking of jokes, let's talk about your computer. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, if anyone out there follows a stream, we missed a whole week and we had problems the week before my computer has usually i can diagnose the problems of my own computer like i have i'm not you know super adept in uh computing technology by any means but usually i have enough knowledge to figure out you know if why some things might be going wrong this time no i tried google you know, the good old friend, even the IT, the people at my work, the IT people at work do this. They were like, oh, I don't know your problem, Google. <laughs> um, That's how IT people work, yeah. Exactly. And now I've um, tried it myself. No prob- like no, no solutions. Like there were solutions, but none of them worked. So I had to finally relinquish control of my computer to a, a IT company who are now working on it. Uh, it's currently Sunday the, what is it, 6th? Uh, yes. And I won't be getting it back till Friday at the earliest, or they won't be working on it till Friday, I should say. Oh, oh really? They're not even working on it? Yeah. Oh, my God. When and did you I bring it into them? Up and being like, hey, can I book this in for whenever it's free next so I can drop it off that day and I can keep trying to fix it myself? And I'm like, no, 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 no. You need to come in and drop it off, and then it goes into the queue. So I've, I dropped it off like... Wednesday or Thursday. No, it was Wednesday because I was still on holiday. So Wednesday and it won't be worked until around Wednesday to Friday this week. So that means streams are going cool. to be a little interesting this week. I think we're going to try, but uh, please forgive us if they aren't. I don't want to break my laptop. It's the thing. 
So Matt can do it with his laptop, but he's scared of using his laptop. Because I tried to stream Photoshopping once, and even that was like my laptop was melting. Well, we'll see how we go. Uh, We'll try and get something going one way or another. Uh, Otherwise, we might have to skip this week, but we'll try. And that's the important thing. Yes, we will keep on trying. And you know what else uh, we've been trying this week that we haven't tried in many years, actually, is Minecraft. Ooh. Oh, yeah. I like to think I'm, I'm the reason of this resurgence. Yeah, you and your housemate just started playing it and you was you were running a local server and all we've got how many people playing? We've got two, six people. Six people playing. I guess eight if you count. Like yeah, so me and my housemate started a server. Um play and then we jumped way ahead and no one else wanted to join, so I started a new new server. Uh and now my housemate doesn't want to join because all our work has been undone. <laughs> But it's such a, like, let's take a three-minute review. Because uh, I don't think it's something we'll Minecraft. ever do on the podcast. But, like, it's just, it's just, it's going to be timeless. I'm just wanting to explain what our, all our, because people are going to be like, wow, these guys, well, Matt hasn't played <laughs> much Simpsons Hit and Run at all. Yeah, that's because I've been exploring the nether. <laughs> that's no excuse. I managed to finish Simpsons Hit and Run and explore the nether. Well done. Twice. Ooh, very well done. Yeah. <laughs> you count the um, fact that I've been on two servers. Oh, I thought you were talking about you finished Simpsons Hit and Run twice and I was going to commend you for that. Oh, never, God. Never no. mind. You get nothing. Um, and then the last time sync over the last fortnight I've had, I like to call my best friend Michael. Young Michael, everybody. Ladies and gentlemen. Hello. Round of applause. How's it going? <sighs> Where have I been? What have I been doing? These you are the came, questions. You came back. <laughs> yes. You came home. I returned to to Perth. That's where the other boys are based. And we had some good fun. And that's actually why Nintendo Labo, I think, is kind of in. Because we all did get our hands on it. Because we were all true. together. Yeah. And we also saw Infinity War, which is very good if you haven't seen it. Hence that reference. But this impacted my playing of Simpsons Hidden Run, which is okay because... This game was my life as a child. So you can... Was anyone... Not that I want to get into reviewing it now because we will review Labo and if you must get... Viewers, if you must get to Simpsons Hit and Run, I'm sure Adrian has written in the description yes. the time. Um, time codes will be straight in there as always. Uh, but did anyone else get that thing where you like started playing and then all your memories... Just slowly were unchaining and coming yeah. back to you. Yeah, basically, I was like, geez, I don't remember much about this game. Open the first level. Oh my God. Yeah. Yes, that's exactly it. And I'm like, I went, oh, I'm pretty sure I only did the first level. Get to the second level. I remember it all. Yeah, I don't remember finishing this game. Get to the end. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I was pulling off like shortcuts, and Abby said to me, I was like, she was like, did you know that was there? And I said, I, I think I did. <laughs> Somewhere inside, I knew that was there and my you... hands just did it. Amazing. Just amazing. But let's get into Labo. So here's, I don't know if you can. 
that's that's not my mouse clicking. That's my labo. It's your labo. What is clicking? It's the piano. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know, Matt, because you uh, talked about when, when this was announced, you're like, yeah, I'll probably get it. Uh, and I was like, oh, yeah, I might get it if it's like good. Like, I'll see how it goes. Because my thing with stuff like this for Nintendo is that it's usually, it's not that it's gimmicky. I don't think that they like it's gimmicky. This one's got some cool potential. It's just that usually the mini games are, are like lackluster or like too short too short-lived as, as you know, content to enjoy. Um, so... And that's the review for Nintendo Labo. <laughs> <laughs> like... <laughs> what made you go from... Because... Uh, what made you go and get this? I got it actually because uh, young Michael and his partner were in town uh, and I was, like, folding specifically. Because what is it called? What do you call it? where you have like a model plane and then you build it and there's like a specific word for it. I can't think of it. It would be in the sheets like this, like in a package, it'd be in sheets and you'd take it out of the sheets and then you'd glue it together. And traditionally it was for some reason, a father son bonding experience. I don't know. Maybe beautiful. Died out in the 90s, early noughties, perhaps. Probably not died out, but just not as popular. And so I had the same train of thought. And then I was like, you know, and I'm sure the mini game is fun as well. And the mini game was not fun as well. But building <laughs> these together was great. I love starting the fishing rod and the, the weird bug thing with the antenna, the remote control car. That was not good. <laughs> Um, but it's a fun experience to do that with people. And then finally building the piano with yourself, Adrian and my partner was like, (laughs) because we all basically, all right, there's three, uh, L shaped keys. Everybody gets one. And then, okay, there's three, this shaped keys. Everybody gets one. I feel like you and me at that point were just like super pro. Like I was like folding ahead. I could figure out what. Oh yeah, you started fold. folding ahead. Yeah, uh, I, I thought was that, that was I'm dangerous. I'm that person in class. Sorry. Nah, nah. My partner and I were like, we're not doing that. We don't fold ahead. What if we make a mistake? We can't do that. I don't make mistakes. We can always go back. But from what I hear, the best part of the game is what do they call it? Like the garage, the garage. Uh, where you can make your custom if this, then that. Like Like, your own custom, like pseudo games. Yeah. So if you press this key on the thing. Then this will happen. Like someone made loss, I'm pretty sure. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) On the piano. I think one of the better things I've heard is someone made a remote for a um, a wheelchair. No joke is what I've heard. Um, So, But I haven't gotten into that. And I think that is the decider whether or not, to me, it's worth $100 in Australia. Now that you guys have already folded it, you've had that experience, would you drop $100 on Labo? Um, no. I, like, I see where it's coming from, but maybe, maybe not. Yeah. I need, like, a solid gaming experience. Like, I mean... 
there's also so you got the kit that includes like a bunch of mini ones so like the piano the motorbike uh the fishing rod etc but there is also one i don't know if there's any others but there's the robot one which is its own pack yeah is apparently that, that takes like eight hours to build that and wow. that's fine right is that standalone can i just buy that and not the first kit yeah okay because i feel like out of this like the the cardboard is fun. The cardboard looks great. Like, making it is awesome. Uh, but I need a better gaming experience from it, yeah. personally, because that's that's what I am. Um, so, if that was its own thing and it had a solid, like, you know, 12-hour, 16-hour gaming experience backing it, then I would consider it because, it, like, the building, it's fun. And there's, like, if you say eight hours, there's eight hours of fun right there. But if it was also then like a you know another couple hours of on a couple hours like a dozen hours of gaming, uh, that'd be really cool. Yeah, I wonder how long the uh, the robot game goes for. I'd have to check out reviews, but I would consider that one because that one's like a full body one, like you attach it to your arms and legs, don't you? And you've already, yep, and you've already got a professional labo. You've got the cardboard king, Matthew, right here. So I'll be able to help you if you decide to do that. How many hours do you reckon all up you got? Well, see, that that is how I base like a lot of my purchases. I'm like, uh, you know, I only played a few hours, so I'm going to take this back before it's too late kind of thing. Um, but you can't Labo, unfold, so it's not going to work for this. Yeah, no, no, no. Labo, <laughs> you can't take it back anyway. But also, I feel like I did get a good few hours um, from folding. And the hours that I was folding were good with my friends. I made it a team activity, which was good. Yeah, I was really disappointed and sad when you were like, hey, Adrian, look at this photo. And I was like, what is that? That's just, that's just young Michael. Oh, he's holding a cardboard rod. Did you get Labo and not invite me? <laughs> I was devastated. Uh, we made the piano together and the house, I'm pretty sure. I wanted to make everything with you. Well, my quest, actually, and I think in my experience, this is reflected. I think both times. So I helped you make the house, which, okay, the house was the one I would think would be least fun. And it was probably the most entertaining for me. But for you, Matt, do you think you got more hours out of the folding than the actual games? Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was worried about from like Nintendo. Not to say that they can't make great mini games. They have done before. In like Wii Sports and even Nintendo Land, we got plenty of hours out of. I don't know. The concept's really good and it works really well, but then the game itself was just like, eh. Like you love that house one. I did not like it at all. <laughs> I just like the. It's got a bit of a completionist aspect about it. I suppose got me. Um, like it wasn't super fun. It was just more like I want to collect all the the candies. They're not all the candies. You get like. You can get infinite candies. Yeah, I know that now. I'm sad. Oh. Um, but yeah, the fishing mini game as well was like, okay, well, I'll, I can just go straight to the bottom. Like, there's no progression. It's just you have to learn how to best handle the mechanics. Yeah, it's like no mechanic. Uh, there's no progression of the level, but progression of your own talent. Yeah. So like, which I is nothing you want. Uh, not a dragon. A sea you dragon. You a dragon. Also known as a shark. <laughs> That's not what a sea dragon is at all. A sea dragons, <laughs> what? You know, a sea dragon is like a real classification, yes, yes. right? Yes, it is. Okay, just making sure. Um, 
I hooked a shark, uh, but I couldn't catch it because I didn't actually know how to <laughs> reel in properly. But that was okay. Um, you guys played more of the fishing one than I did. The motorbike one as well was just like more time, like heaps more time putting it together. Yeah. And then like, oh yeah, we did like two grand, like a grand prix each. And I was like, cool. That's it. What? That's what there's to it. Nintendo level motorbike. You mean, I wish I was playing Mario Kart now. Yes. That's basically what it was. I started playing and I'm like, ah, oh, I wish I was playing a real game. <laughs> was that oh, really? what Labo's for? Do you think they'll ever blend things together and be like, oh, this game compatible with Nintendo Labo? That's what they should do. I reckon they should release, or someone should release a full-on, like, thing. <laughs> full-on game, but not a game, because it's not a game, because hear me out, where essentially you get the Labo piano and something else, and you just literally turn your Switch into a <laughs> music station. <laughs> If they released a whole game where you could put together different cardboard instruments, that would be guitar. That would be amazing. And it's like a great educational tool for kids. And they use the infrared camera to see which strings are, uh, you know, vibrating Something and like at what that. rate they're resonating at. Uh, no, uh, I have no idea. It's definitely a good concept, like a good experiment. But then at the end of the day, I feel like that's all it was. It was a good experiment and not a good game. Yeah. Nintendo Labo as a game, not so great. Nintendo Labo as an idea in which they can expand upon, awesome. Yeah. I'd be, I'd be, I'll, if they announce a new pack or, uh, you know, they go like, oh, full gaming experience with Nintendo Labo, I would keep my eye on that. Yeah. I'm definitely going to keep my eye open on any future Labo. Because they they've made two packs, they're probably going to make more. Do you think you, this would be better if you had a three D printer or something you could make your own parts with? That would be cool, um, but I don't think it's necessary at any rate. Well, there we go. That's Nintendo Labo. Quick simple, review for you. Yeah, quick, oh. simple. We all got to do it. It was definitely fun doing, building it all together and being like, "Oh, you're doing it wrong." Ah. There needed to be a bit more. Uh, same time building like yeah. how you got with the piano on the fishing rod it kind of wasn't doable yeah you just all had to kind of wait yeah because even the different segments of the rods were different uh, I think exactly. I, I don't know if it has this but just an autoplay feature because it was like yeah I was like alright I want to how am I, I supposed, if I was is. by myself I'm how am I supposed bet to there is and <laughs> I'm just yeah, an idiot <laughs> that's true uh, yeah it was just weird it was like I want to fold, but also I need to hold down A. Which I can't. You need to learn, Adrian. That's the point of the game. You got to learn. I learnt. I now, learned so much about structural integrity and engineering. But did you learn anything about The Simpsons? I did from playing Simpsons Hit and Run. Oh man, we're so we're so funny. So smooth. Insert um, copyrighted music here. Da, 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 da. No, 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 no. Dear God, no. Help me. <laughs> terrible. I'm sorry. Forgive so, me like I must forgive this game. 
You must forget. Yeah, you were saying something like, you warned me almost, don't finish this game. Yes. Did you? Okay, so I, I, I predicted you wouldn't finish this game. Matthew, did you finish this game? No, because you told me not to. I didn't say not to. I said you, you won't. Uh, I took it more as a, like, Matt. Don't. <laughs> don't. Like, it's not worth it. Like, just keep playing... Just keep playing Minecraft, Matt, because it's not... <laughs> don't do it. So I didn't. <laughs> well, did you get, like, far enough? Well, it's just... So me personally, my goal when we do these games is to try and get to the end, you know, get the full story or experience. Yeah, um, try to grind it out. Yeah, that's the point. Um, so I did So I did it for this one. I actually started... I think I started earlier than you guys. I think I started the same night we recorded, the you know, the previous episode. And I just... So I had a copy on PS2, which is really good, and started playing it. And let's just say the first half is better. <laughs> yeah. I've actually, I've just read the plot and I've just had a flashback to the last level. So I have finished this game in my life, um, but I didn't finish it. In this, this playthrough. Time. Yeah. Well, should we go through um, just other stuff first before we get on, like, overall thoughts? I'd rather... Let's talk about the good stuff first, and then I'll talk about stuff that I... The thoughts I've had. Um, okay. Well, I was thinking, as I'm playing this as an adult, I'm like, what are the references here coming out? Because this game came out in 2003, and that's, like, season 12... No idea. No, season... Well, 2003 is season 14. Yeah. Which means I think you could reasonably expect a few season 13 references. But the latest I can find is from season 12. So I think season 13 got the scrape. I was a bit too too deep in development at that point. So that means, though, you're looking at 12 seasons of... Essentially, like, you're just playing this game of in-jokes. That it's is the good crazy. seasons. <laughs> yeah. And it's, yeah, it's the good stuff. I think some people say that uh, The Simpsons started getting bad at season nine, which I personally disagree with. But I think that this Simpsons hit and run is like a relic of the best Simpsons. Absolutely. It's like, it's a great, like, from top to bottom, it's a great Simpsons episode. <laughs> what the Simpsons hit and run is a fantastic episode of The Simpsons. Yeah, like in a in a good way. It's like you're getting all the you're getting all the humor that The Simpsons is. And Did you know that it was written by the Simpsons writers themselves? Vendi were able to get them to write just everything, so that's why it's not like really underdone. Huh. That's good because it was, yeah. It's it's well like I was like I was curious about that if they actually wrote it and they did and that's awesome because it's really good, as yeah. like the Simpsonsness of it goes. <laughs> yeah, I think maybe better for children, um, because uh, as an adult hearing some... hearing the same joke relayed about three times a minute does get a bit old is all okay. is all i could think of as i'm playing it. i'm like ha, that's a good one ah 
That's nice. He's just said it again. That was pretty common back in the day, though. Just recycling a character's um, like just lines, yeah, yeah, just looping things. Probably to save on space on the discs. Yeah. To be fair, they do have um, a fair variety of lines. It's just that they say it so often. Every time you bump a car, or you know, knock a signpost. I am evil, that. Homer. Uh, <laughs> yes. And these are lines that like. Have stuck like I, I think it's one of those things you like quote and you like where did this come from? I don't know. It's just it's just part of me now. And then you're like, I was like, oh my god, I used to say that all the time. This is where it came from. This it's is a game where it like, began. Yeah, it's a game that's like it's shaped our lives. Yeah, but you never really. It like fell into your subconscious. That's what it did for me. Well, that quote was actually from an episode as well. Yeah. From Whacking Day. Well, yeah. They, I think most of them are, but like... I feel the like vast the... majority, yeah, are like just straight taken from an episode without a context, which is fine. But then that's why I'm saying it's like in... It's not just a joke. It's an in-joke as well. Where you're going, oh, yeah, I remember that episode. That was good. I think, I think if you weren't a fan of The Simpsons, you'd still... Have a grasp. Yeah, it'd still be funny. Yeah. Know? Well, if you're not a fan of The Simpsons, you probably won't think it's like the funniest thing ever. <laughs> no. But I don't know. I think a few things. I think because I pretty much controls and like driving, I never got the hang of. I don't know if I got the hang of when I was a kid, but I definitely didn't get the hang of it as a uh, playing it this time around so i had to do every mission pretty much at least twice oh wow and so yeah hearing all those jokes again (laughs) it's not even like you were getting tired it's just it's immediately tired the second time you hear it or maybe i'm just an old cranky man now and i need to reconsider some things in my life i seem to take to it like a duck to water i was just i didn't play much of it but in one session, I basically just blasted through the first two areas. I think I only had to do one mission twice. I did no side missions. It was just easy breezy cover girl. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> uh. Uh, yeah, it was. So I didn't have a problem with the controls. My hands just knew what to do. Yeah, I was going to say the the driving's fairly smooth and good. Like. It's one of the best driving experiences on the PS2. Really? Yeah, I, I think so. Like, the the driving is like, yeah, just like turning corners. Like, it's not, you don't have to think too hard about whether you've got to put on your brakes or yeah anything like that. You can kind of just turn and you'll make most, like, sharp corners and stuff. Like, if you really, if you just follow the road, it's easy. And if you, if you want to like start doing these things where you duck between like a signpost in the corner of a building or something. It's not too too much more difficult, but it does yeah. it takes it takes enough to make it to make that thing the next you know, the next step in, in your level and, and beating your times and beating the races and all that. Do you find, right, that when you're driving, other cars cut in front of you all and just mess the you time. up? Here, so is it coded on purpose to do that? Because I, I swear like to it. God, I swear to God, 
that is why and same I with failed people. most of the time. Like people just yeah jump in, yeah you're you're like driving near someone, albeit very fast, and they should probably fear for their lives, but then they jump in front of your car. This is insurance fraud. <laughs> what the hell? And then you get hit and run, and it's like, no, that's their fault. They did that themselves. I, I mean, I was going fast, but I wasn't going to hit anyone. No. It wasn't manslaughter until they jumped in front. <laughs> it was just Grand Theft Auto. Until then. Um, speaking of hit and run, does it get easier to trigger hit and run yes. later in the game? Yeah, okay. okay. I thought I was making that up. Cool. That's what I remember most about the final level. Level is it- 7 is just... Constant hit and run. You tap something, hit and run. All right, yeah, so it's not even that. Here, okay, here, okay, let me get on my <laughs> soapbox. All right, guys, let me just... Here, okay. here. The last level is so bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> and that's my review. Uh, okay, so I had a long think about this because... So each level, the first couple of levels, like up to like three... What do you got? You got Homer, then Bart, then Lisa? Yep. Yep. Then Marge. So, like, the first three to four levels, like, took me an hour each to get through. They weren't too hard. Um, Like, especially the first two, you could probably do without thinking a whole lot, which is cool. And then it started to get really difficult. And I was trying to figure out what about it was difficult and why it was annoying me. Like, by the last level with Homer on level seven, like, I spent more time on just the very last mission than I did on, like, the first two. It took me, like, an hour and a half to beat. And I was thinking about why. And I th- I think I narrowed it down. Because they want you to make the perfect run, basically, from the nuclear power plant to the um, UFO, where you have to deliver nuclear waste and blow up the UFO. And yeah. that's fine. The problem is there's too much RNG on the map for hit and runs to trigger for it, for it to be to, for it to be skill based like I was doing the perfect run until someone just walked in front and I hit the car or I hit the person and then that happened too many times and then hit and runs triggered and I was like going like I'm not losing this I am doing the perfect skill based run it's just that there's too much <laughs> Cars on the road, people on the road, too many things like popping up in my way. So, my, I, I, w- I want to say this is a bad design, badly designed game, but it's good and enjoyable to a point, and then it gets too lost in its own requirement of skill. It wants you to be like make perfect runs, which is fine, but if I'm gonna have to make a perfect run, you need to either remove the hit and run thing and make that only a outside of the outside of missions stuff or you need to reduce how much it like triggers because yeah i'd like i'm thinking of yeah i'd go from the nuclear power plant dodge perfectly oh it would be things like driving through like a field and you hit like potatoes or tomatoes or whatever tomacos yeah tomacos and then your thing goes up it's like i'm not hurting anyone i get i'm killing things but it's like this is a shortcut you shouldn't be like punishing me for Doing the well, thing no, that the true shortcut is to the left of the tomaco field. See, that's the trick. Yeah, that's that's no excuse for the fact <laughs> that this game. If you can't buy, abide by the law, that's your problem. 
That's the thing. So if you don't take shortcuts and you go on the road, that's fine. You can probably still do it. But there's too many cars and you're hitting cars all the time and you're getting hit and runs. And it's like, how can I make the perfect... Like, you have like three seconds to spare. You can't even make one like stop. Like, if you, if you, if you get hit and run once, you can't do it. If you bump into a thing and have to reverse... You, you get You're like done. one of those. You get one. And the other thing is on the last mission is if you hit something too hard, you drop your, the um, waste, waste and then you have to go back and get it. So Ugh. if you get like 80% through and you're like almost at the UFO and then, I don't know, you take one of the shortcuts because it's a big ramp and then you don't see where it's ending up and you hit a corner. Like I think one was I went off a ramp and then midair my car hit a wall and then dropped. And I was like, I can't believe that. I have, like, I have to go back now. And you have a minute to get back to the power plant. That that level six and seven were the most frustrating things. And before that, it was like getting hard. And I was like, okay, this is like a good balance of challenge but and difficulty. But it wasn't ridiculous. Civil six and level seven right at the end of level seven was just like, I like this is just almost not possible. I have to like, and I, I was like so close to using cheats, using the in-game cheats. And I was like, no, no, I want to I do it. I'm going to do it. And I did it without bit cheating. So it's possible. It's just, I felt like I had already, like my hands and my mind and my body had completed the game. <laughs> but the RNG was stopping me from actually getting, like, the, the, getting the, the game to catch up with me. <laughs> I think it was a problem that a lot of games of that era had where in order to give them a longer play time, they would get unnecessarily hard yeah. towards the end. Yeah, I'd agree with that. The other thing that they did uh, to extend the play time, and I, and I noticed this because it was also very annoying, was go and buy this car. Yeah. You can't, you can't do this mission unless you have the school bus. And I'm like, I could... And then you go to the mission and it's like, you just have to bump a, you know, a, a Why did I need the school bus for this? Yeah, it's like, why do I need the school bus? I could have done this without the school bus. Or I could have done this without the, the plow. Yeah, wasn't like level one, is there's a mission and it's like, you need Mr. Plow. I'm like, okay, I go get it. And then the next level, you're like, you need Plow King. I'm like, oh, come on. I've got a plow. This is a very obvious, just like, hmm, how do we make the game last longer? Go randomly look for coins. Also, just the whole currency thing. Jeez. Yeah, what do you think of coins? I don't mind them. You didn't mind them? No. I was I was overflowing with money just oh. without ha- really having to search for it. I got yeah. too many hit and runs. Yeah. I was oh. stuck getting, especially late game. Like, yeah, that's le- true. Uh, level like four, five, six. It's like you're getting hit and run every mission. You, you're always at zero. Every time I had to, especially on like a poos level, every time I had to get, I think he had two as well, where you had to like get a car, but you also had to get a costume. Every time I was like, damn, I have to go find coins and I have zero. I've got to find 600 coins and I have zero. The police are arresting me and I have no money to give them. That's how broke I am. <laughs> I think there was even a point where I had zero coins and I went to a phone booth to call a car and my car was broken. It's like 10 coins to repair. And I clicked accept because I just didn't even realize. And it, I was like, yep, my car just appeared there fixed. I'm like, I didn't spend any coins. I had zero, but it's hit. 
Okay, whatever. All right, that's cool. I'll take that. The game's finally giving me a break. Uh, so, what level? I was going to say what level, but I don't care about what level. What area is your favorite? How many areas are there? There are... Three areas. Yeah, three areas, seven levels. What, mm. which, which one was your favorite? Or least favorite? I want to know your least favorite. Least favorite? Uh, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say my favorite was uh, the like docks and by the, the sea kind of thing. What? That's the worst! <laughs> I what? hate that! You got a, you got a good... From the comic book guy's place down to the dock... That's good and solid. But from the dock wrapping all the way around to like the dam is the worst. Is the worst level <laughs> design I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. I would say that it's it's my favorite in terms of looks, but I remember it being just in later levels because this time around I only got up to Lisa. But I remember in Apu's, he's there. I'm pretty sure. Or is he downtown? I think... No, he's downtown. Oh, so um, Bart's second one there, yeah, it Bart's starts getting ridiculous. No, nah, it's the worst level design. I and then, enjoy it because of the big ramp that goes through like the fire and ice hoop. Very cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. The thing that annoys me about that level is one of the shortcuts has like a block on it. Like it's got like this arm that's picking up wood or something and moving. Yeah, it, yeah. And it's like, I, it's like, like it just it ties to that RNG thing. It's like, why is is if this is a shortcut, I'm supposed to make a, take advantage of these? Why is it fifty percent open, fifty percent closed? In especially when it's like a mission and I'm racing somebody, and I'm like, I'll take the shortcut, donk. Game. Now I got to wait three seconds while it raises its arm. So this is gonna be a hard game. You uh, it's look, artificial hardness. No. This like, okay, here we go. Dark Souls. All right, I've done it. So, Dark Souls. <laughs> the, the Simpsons hit and run is the Dark Souls. I wasn't of, saying that. What I'm saying uh, is TV show tie-in games. <laughs> um, Dark Souls has given me like a new appreciation of difficulty versus challenge, and this game was more difficult than challenging. I feel like challenging is like you haven't figured it out, you can't do it, but you're trying, right? Versus difficulty. In in this was like, I've I know how to do this, but the game is is stopping me in a bad way. It's not, a, I already know how my hands can make this happen. The game is throwing things at me that don't make it happen. Versus like Dark Souls is like, if you know how to do it, you can do it, and the only thing stopping you is your own skill. You can do it. You can you do can. it. I believe in you. Whereas, yeah, I I see what you mean. Where it's like Simpsons hit and run. It's like, like I took that shortcut. I know how to take that shortcut. Oh, I got blocked. Why? Because the game needs to give you more difficulty. Yeah, I feel like there's even that. I suppose on a level in races, sometimes you start a race. I did at least. You start a race. And then you just restart it about five seconds in because the placement of your opposing vehicles, I suppose, um, is essentially blocking you. And it's like, I know how to overtake them if like, they were in 
a normal position. But yeah. they... If this car hadn't spawned here and blocked me, I, like, yeah, would I would have turned be... this corner perfectly. And I would have won. And I feel like like that's kind of maybe the point they're going for. Like the RNG is part of it, but it just it ruins it ruins the experience for me because it's like I feel like races should be like you know you you make the perfect turns to get there the fastest. But when when you're stopped by another car, it's just it hurts, man. It hurts real bad. Alrighty, and to go back a bit, my favorite level is the first one. Is the, the <laughs> Simpsons house and the it's, Evergreen Terrace? Yeah, yeah, Evergreen Terrace. You got, you know, Cletus's tobacco field. That's my no, but you got the tire mountain, tire <laughs> fire, fire, yeah, the pile of burning tires. Um, you've got Mr. Burns' mansion, the nuclear power plant, Quickie Do you Mart. Prefer- Marge's version of that level where you get a little bit more added with like you can drive in the mansion and behind it and things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really good. Um, I also like her, what is it called? The Canyonero? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Canyonero. Yeah, see, that's another thing. That's Is it ever said in the game? Like Canyonero? I think she or, says it. Like Okay. She tries to like imitate it kind of thing. Because I was going to say, if someone had never seen that episode of The Simpsons, they'd be like, what? Like this is this is just an SUV. <laughs> but the then cars, you watch the show and you're like, oh, I understand. The cars are so good. As like you don't realise until you play this how many iconic cars The Simpsons yeah. has. Yeah. Where from the the pink sedan that Homer drives, is there an episode where he removes the roof? Because why yeah. does that have no roof? Yeah, they that, I think that's a that's a game design thing because the bus has like a see-through roof as well. Yeah. So yeah, I think they just took the top off. I remember the episode where they take like the back half of the car off, and like because he bought the horn and Bart and Lisa are like standing on the back. Um, but well, I don't remember the top coming off. Think of all the great cars. Like so, they're pink sedan, the Canyonero, the Plow King, Mister Plow. My favorite's the Homer. Or the, the car made for yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> made by her. I love that one. Um, you have his seventies sports car in level seven. Yeah, which is the what he had as a kid. Like, I love the honor roller. Yeah, from that's a nice one. The soapbox derby episode, the monorail you can drive. I think the weakest one is probably Malibu Stacy's car, but then it's like, oh yeah, I guess Lisa has to drive something. <laughs> yeah, they. It's like, yeah, she would like that, I guess, but... Yeah, she'd definitely like that. It's just, it's not a thing that's existed. <laughs> I yeah. don't remember the episode of The Simpsons where Lisa's driving a Malibu Stacy car. Is that a... It probably is an episode now, actually. I wonder... I reckon it is a reference that I've missed. No, it's just Simpsons Hidden Run. Okay. Maybe well, she should have had a presidential car or something from the episode where they look into the future. Yeah. Did someone... No, okay. It looks like that someone had edited the Malibu Stacy car into actual Grand Theft Auto, but it was just a really good screenshot of Hit and Run, <laughs> which does look like Grand Theft Auto 3 so much. It looks way better than 3. I looked at some uh, images. 
and the the models on in general in hit and run like character models look way better except for and i have a note for this ralph wiggum oh yeah he looked like trash he was terrifying <laughs> i was wondering why you had just ralph on the thing. he looked so bad he looked like he was wearing flares for pants he's got no neck his hair is just lines running down his head, but they're actually, it's not just like an image. They have actual polygons to Yeah, he's a so bit like terrifying. Wire hat. And then his <laughs> eyes are too far apart. He's and very he's... terrifying. <laughs> whereas everybody else, usually quite good. Whereas the original Grand Theft Auto 3, not very good. Uh, the Squidport area reminds me of like Vice City with its lighting. Like particularly at the sunset. Yeah, it does look very... It looks nice. I think the only level that looks bad is probably when you're playing as Bart um, in the first... What do you call it? What, in downtown? downtown? Yeah, where it's just like, oh, this is ugly. <laughs> yeah, this is trash. But I suppose it's designed to look ugly, so that's good. I overall, like, initially when I fired it up, I was going, uh, because it was PS2 graphics. Yeah. yeah. But I stopped paying attention to it, and I I really think overall that it is probably it probably goes down as uh, one of the better looking PS2 games because it's quite vibrant in colors. And you know, The Simpsons does have that iconic look. Yeah, which like they immediately got. it's yeah like, they definitely transferred it well from the cartoon to the like 3D for the time 3D you know yeah design. and besides. The random NPCs, which is something I noticed, I noticed because you don't get that much. Like after the Simpsons season, like I want to say four, you don't get many random people in the sets. It's well, sets probably not the right word because it's a cartoon. But like in the scenes, yeah, in the scene, always recognizable people. Yeah, or even if they're like they might not have a name. He's, you know, sarcastic guy. Oh, I know sarcastic guy. He was in that other episode. Uh, oh, so, so they established all the, like, side characters early on and then haven't made any new ones. Yeah, and so it was almost, like, off-putting to me that um, there's just random people walking the streets. I'm like, who are you? I don't know you. What are you doing here? Um, Give me your car. Drive me somewhere. Yeah, that's funny too, because you don't steal a car, you just yeah. hop in their car. It's so stupid. Yeah, you're doing these like missions, like driving around like crazy, but it's not. It's technically not Marge, you know, it's the man in the car. Yeah, it's the man in the car that she just willingly got into. And the man in the car, in the man in the green car, uh, who I used to race Snake in the second level as Bart, I don't know who he is, but he has one hell of a sports car. <laughs> yeah, it just looks like a basic green car, so much faster than Snake's Bandit. I remember as a kid, though, the only way I won this game was by at the very first level, I would spawn in Professor Frink's car. Professor Frink? Is that the one with like electricity that's invisible? Yeah, like when you start driving, it turns invisible. Yeah. No, I mean, it's fine. The progression, like, in terms of the cars you get is fine. They I mean, they force you to get cars, so you make a collection. I wanted to actually, starting this game, I was like, because I started really early and I was smashing through it. I was like, 
This is really fun. I'll uh, I'll be excited to you know I want to try and one hundred percent it. You know, get all the collectibles, uh, get all, unlock all the cars maybe. But by the end, I was like, nah, I'm done. I don't want any more. I'm done. I ain't touching this. But they do have a lot of collectibles, and I, so there's plenty of to do here. Like it took me, I guess maybe eight hours to beat the game, then an hour for each thing, and then another hour just for the last damn mission. Um. So that's just eight hours of like main game. So there's plenty of like space for collectibles. Uh, I'm pretty sure I hundred percented this as a kid. Or you're got a, you're close. A strong-willed to. kid. I would have found all the cards, uh, which platforming in some places is very janky. Uh, <laughs> like even just in the power plant, going up onto the vents and you have oh, to yeah. walk along the ceiling fans to get to the card. Oh yeah. It's like <laughs> I'm not sure if it's a PS2 controller thing, but doing vi- very minute movements is not something that it likes to do. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. The platforming, if you can call it that in this, it's just... Actually, you know what it is? And it's a problem I have with every platformer, and I brought it up in our very first episode with Banjo-Kazooie. When you're trying to platform, the camera goes insane, and it doesn't know what it wants to do. And when you're in the power plant and... I don't know if there's a... No, it's one of the first missions, uh, first few missions where you're in the power plant and you're just on like some grates, doing some jumps, pressing some buttons, collecting something. And the camera just doesn't know what it wants to do when you get to the middle. The camera's like, I, don't, I, I wasn't coded for this, but you need to go there anyway. I and feel then, like... The the camera never like even though it has right stick like movement capabilities. Sometimes it'll just be like, nah, I don't want to. I don't want to focus over there. Screw yeah, you. when yeah, you like it's got the right stick focus, especially when making kind of a three point turn maybe, and the camera's like, no, you got to be looking at the car. You can't look at where you're actually trying to go. Why do you want to look at? the car you're chasing that doesn't make sense to me did you ever well as a kid i knew, i know that i didn't realize this i think i knew that the final level was halloween but i didn't know that every level is like the days leading up to yeah like it's it cycles through different day times of the day yeah at the... yeah i didn't realize it's that. also it started the like same october 25th yeah it starts off Seven days before. No, not seven, six. And on the seventh day, there was no resting because the last level is bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) How do you think this is? Because we've we've had a brief resurgence. Around this time in games, there were a lot of tie-ins for things. There were movie game tie-ins like Spider-Man and Spider-Man 2. There was... Um, TV show tie-ins like this game. We've had a bit of a resurgence thanks to like South Park with Stick of Truth and the Fractured Butthole. Do you <laughs> think this is? <laughs> do you think this is a good tie-in, or do you think all tie-ins have problems? Or where do you where do you sit on TV or movies becoming games? 
I don't uh, mind. And it's this a good tie-in, definitely. This here's my here's my tie-in review. It's a great Simpsons episode. It is an average to questionable game. You were like, really dark about the end of it. I, I, it killed. Like I had so many fond memories of this, and playing it now, I'm just like, I never want to touch this again. <laughs> oh, so unforgiving. <laughs> it's it it's ruined. Like it's just like I don't know. Maybe I'm bitter. Maybe I've experienced better games, or like how games like this should be done better. But um, look, it's a Mike. Like, would you th- would you enjoy this if if it was not a Simpsons game? If it was John Barry's hit and run, <laughs> and it's just some guy, and it's the same story, but without but the Simpsonsness, without yeah. Simpsons references, with you know, it's got its own yeah, story. Maybe it's still point. funny. You're not, you're not here for the game. You're here for the, for Simpsons. the Simpsons, and, and it is great Simpsons content as a piece of Simpsons material content. Ooh. Some oh, some good. There's some good Simpsons Simpsons thing going on here. Yeah, but I would rather play this than from my memory of the Simpsons game, which came out in 2007, which was also the Simpsons. It was like a mixture of I think like the movie and them parodying a bunch of games. There was even like a Zelda parody and things like that throughout the Simpsons game, and I'm pretty sure that was just bad. Like. Not really enjoyable from a Simpsons point of view. That couldn't even help it. Hit and Run is still like, like we said with the driving. It's still a, it's still solid. There are yeah. anomalies with it, but I think there were, there was much worse you could do gameplay wise, not just uh, story and entertainment wise. So I think it's a whole package. Yeah, I think it's like all right. It's got a solid base of gameplay. It's like. Not necessarily good or bad. It's just a solid base. It's, you know, kind of a GTA clone. It's a, but it's got a solid base. And then there is the surface of The Simpsons Hit and Run, or which is The Simpsons, right? But then anything between that base and the fact that it's The Simpsons, that's the kind of questionable part, where it's like the things that aren't quite, to me, like GTA where they've kind of trying to do their own thing and kind of doing a swing and a miss. Um, have no good examples off the top of my head, but it's those things that are a bit like, ah, that's not, like, good game-wise. We don't have to agree. Like, if you guys think <laughs> the game is great, you can say that. No, Just- no, no. I'd, hey, if I wanted to disagree with you, I would disagree with you. But what I'm trying to say is what part of the game is bad and it's not The Simpsons. The Simpsons is solid. And it's, it's not like, the base because yeah, the base is solid. The mechanics are good. Like the driving is fun. The hit and run part is cool because it's, it, it's, when it's when it's a touch, it's enough to be like, I've got to not hit things too much. Like, But towards the end, they want you to make perfect runs and you can't with the hit and run mechanic. So it's... It's like the last couple of levels. Also, actually, just in general, as a thought, the missions are very recycled. It's literally just chase this person or hit this person yeah. or get chased or get to think. Like, it's not a very... Uh, there's only like two missions where you do stuff on foot, I think, which is like... Um, 
the one early on with Homer in the power plant, and then there's one at the end that I can remember. And I remember just being like, this is out, like by the end, I remember being, this is out of place because the whole game is about the, taking place in cars. The music literally stops if you get out of the car. <laughs> so um, it's mostly car based, which is fair enough, but just the missions are recycled. I do like, though, the uh, little like loading screens, and they have like the like icons to be like, chase this person, arrow to timer. And it's like, oh, I know what that means. Like, chase this person in within a time limit yeah because it's for kids and that's probably why it's so repetitive and that's you know I'm, you know what else i was actually sorry to interrupt that's okay but i think the simpsons is for supposed to be for everyone there's a bit for the kids and there's a bit for the adults like there's a lot for the adults and as an adult re-watching simpsons episodes i went whoa i didn't know what sex was that's amazing um <laughs> but with Simpsons Hit and Run, it's just pointed at kids. And so that kind of does show where it's like you don't get kind of... You don't get intricate humor in The Simpsons Hit and Run. You don't get things that's more like set up. You just get m- the more immediate one-liners or the more haha, Hans Molman got hit in the nuts by a ball. Oh, that's a good one. That's a classic. I love that one. It is a classic, but you get more of that and you get less of the the, kinda, the mature humor. humor, the adult humor, not necessarily like sexual humor or anything like that, but I just mean you don't get the thought out set up humor as much. I think that all of, I think all of that went into there are a lot of um sort of fourth wall moments in Hit and Run. Like, they are very much like, this is a game. And a lot of even characters will sort of talk about it that way. Yeah. Um, And so I think that's sort of where they put the subtle stuff. So it's like, a kid would not get that. But we go, ah, I see what you're doing there. So they went for more, like, fourth wall than, um, than like, their their usual clever. They decided that's where it was going to be. But I do disagree... With you, Adrian. I think you've been. I think you've been put off so much by the last level. No, because it was getting difficult before that. Like the very last, like the very last mission was the most difficult. But even like towards the end of a Pooh's level, oh, there was. Mm, yeah, I Catching remember all, getting all the getting all that flat meat. Yeah, see, so like some of the some of it was fine, but then some missions were just way too like. All they needed to do to, to change it up, to make it a little less brutal, was like add 30 seconds on the timer. There was one where like, I don't know how far you got, but as a poo, you had to like chase somebody. And then once you chase them, you get to a zone, you have to go and collect a bunch of cards or something. And then once you collect the cards, you have to race back to Snake or something like that. And it's like, it was like you had to be perfect. You had to like perfectly try every run, but also the loading. Like, there's no checkpointing. You have to, if you fail the second part you or the last part, the you have to do it yeah. all again. It's like I already know how to do the first two parts. Checkpoint me to the last bit. That's where true. Where it's like thirty seconds to get to 
you back it and it's like I have to drive through this massive area. Again? Not, yeah. Um it it gets to it gets difficult without being challenging, which is the main problem for me. It's that it's not necessarily skill based. Yeah. It's like it's, it's just hard. hard. <laughs> yeah. It's unforgiving. Well, yeah. it's it's because it's it's not for, like there are games that are unforgiving, like Left 4 Dead 2, where there's the AI controller and it's like, oh, it forgives me or it doesn't forgive me. And then there's like kind of luck, where luck is forgiveness. But I feel like the, the Simpsons hit and run is just like, no, fuck you. I don't care. Yeah. When it, with game in games with timers and racing games like this, where you have you know you got oh, you got thirty seconds to get to this point, I have never had to cut it so fine. Like usually you make it with like thirty seconds to spare, you know, something like that. This was like if you didn't make it with, you only could make it with three yeah, seconds. You've, or yeah, less. you've got three second. The like there's no buffer time for like oh I bumped into a tree. Maybe that makes me their, think um... it's a skill based makes me think they wanted it to be like skill-based you make the perfect run you learn how to make the perfect run which again is fine but the addition of hit and run on top of that makes it so hard to do maybe Um, the it was a it's a problem with their quality assurance and their play testing well yeah all like all they needed to do my here we go let's fix simpsons hit and run from adrian's perspective just add 30 seconds to every time we're in the game. Done. <laughs> and you'll probably <laughs> fix the problem. Like, if you're going to have the hit and run mechanic where you can botch your own run by hitting too many things, um, at least add some leeway onto it so you, you don't feel so bad about hitting things. You don't have to make the perfect run. Um, I consider technically not cheating because cheats have changed over the years and Simpsons Hit and Run is from an era where cheats were in the game. Yes, which I I like. Which is cool. So to me, I think it's perfectly fine if you use the fast car cheat and the exploding car cheat. You just, every race, you just hit your opponents, they're dead, you can take your time. Um, But a modern day Matt Hack. Matt Hack the King. You you guys don't know. Audience members don't know this. I'm Hacks the King. I hacked everything. I hacked Minecraft back in the day. You hacking Uh, it now? I'm not hacking Minecraft now. I don't. Well, I'm not hacking Minecraft. I'm using. The one that gets. That I remember the most is you somehow, and I had no idea how. Hacking Killing Floor to have all the th- all the levels yeah. gold, max leveled on everything. I'm like, how did you even do this? Yeah, this is like was... a server side game. How does it not kick you for hacking? Yeah, that was a good time. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> don't Since end it there. The hacks the king for Simpsons Hit and Run, right? Is very simple. If you don't want to use your in-game cheats, but you still want to cheat for some reason, you can. There's turbo mode on your um, emulator. Not that any of us use emulator because actually all three of us own it, which is funny to me. Anyway. We own all of them. What are you talking about? Every game we've done, we've never hacked. No, but like uh, Michael had to buy Kingdom Hearts. I did. Oh, true. And, um, but we all already owned Hit and Run. We all dusted off our copy. Ah, yes, here it is. Oh. Uh, <laughs> but if you were to emulate this, 
uh, what you can do is instead of going turbo, you go sub turbo, where you half the game time, so it's going slow mo, but then you can take every corner with such precision <laughs> that the game probably just thinks that you can think twice as fast. <laughs> And so you like, I was, I swear, even though their heads were still in spot and they weren't animated at all, I could see the other drivers looking at me thinking, what a genius that guy is in slow motion. His brain is working at 200 times speed. It's amazing. <laughs> uh, but then, yeah, that's not for the busy gamer to do that because <laughs> your race takes... An hour. <laughs> uh, well, that's that's what we come here to ask, and that's what we should settle down with now. Is is this a game for a busy gamer? I would say yes. I'm gonna say no. Oh, I'm the deciding vote. No. Can I? And, shall and, I justify and, and I why? People are get, might get confused that I have beat this game down a fair bit. Uh, don't get me wrong. I love it. I love the Simpson side of it. I would be happy to never play it again. I'll tell you why think, it is the game for the busy okay, gamer. You guys each pitch to me why you think it is, and then I'll help, help make my vote. Okay. It's the game for a busy gamer because as busy gamers, we don't need to finish every game we play. If you want a dose of some good Simpsons writing, you want that hit of nostalgia of traveling around Springfield and seeing all the things and seeing the references, as well as playing a game that isn't broken, at least in its first half, where it's got like, tight um driving i like the platforming when it gets like intricate is a little bit annoying but i generally didn't mind like running around i'd go get out of my car go get a card and that sort of thing so if you so all you need to think is you don't need to finish the game you just need to enjoy this game it's easy you can get through it quite quickly and it does start getting harder and if that's where you go no this is getting bullshit then you put it down and you go, I've had my dose of Simpsons Hit and Run in a couple of hours and I'm happy. All right. Very excellent argument. And Matthew? All right. So you listen to this podcast. You played Simpsons Hit and Run as a kid. You get half an hour every night to play games and you think, I'm going to play I'm gonna play Simpsons Hit and Run. I've been inspired. And then you got to... Get your PlayStation 2. You've got to find your PlayStation 2 c- cables. You've got to find your PlayStation 2 controller. It doesn't work. Don't worry, you've got another one. But then it's got a cable that you've got to plug in. Oh, and then you find out your TV doesn't even take the RBY cables anymore because it's 2018. If they And what are you going to do? Okay, so you go, you go to your computer and you go, all right, I'll break the law. It's not breaking the law because in Australia, or at least at some point in the law in Australia... As long as you owned a legal copy, you're allowed to own an emulation. And you own a legal copy, so that's okay. Uh, so you go online, you get your emulator, then you get the thing to emu- uh, emulate it with, or whatever, right? But they're not compatible. It's broken. And then you get another one, and then you find out that your computer isn't compatible with that one. So you need to buy, you need to get, you don't buy it. Cause it's you're illegal. telling your own experience, aren't you? I'm not telling my own experience. <laughs> Because I never even tried to plug in my PS2. I'm just saying, <laughs> either way, you're looking at a cumbersome experience, which you could get from just going onto what is it, Foxtel now, and just watching The Simpsons. 
That's how you do it. If you want a Simpsons hit, you just you get your computer, you play Grand Theft Auto Five. But surely that's a knock against all PS2 games. Then all of them have to be considered not worth your time because you need to get an old console out. Well, maybe there's a reason that Kingdom Hearts is available on the PlayStation Four. I'm just saying, if you know. The world is moving pretty fast. If you don't move with it, you're going to get left behind. And so has The Simpsons Hit and Run. Okay, I have my verdict. You've each pitched to me, and I will say this game is fine for a busy gamer. Like Michael said, if you want, if you want to, if you've thought about it and you're like, damn, I remember that game, you pick it up. I mean, it, you know, it takes an hour to get through a level. And if you find it too difficult, there are in-game cheats and you can stop it. But if you do like a bit of, a little bit more and you you do want to do like a challenge in your games, I suppose, or some difficulty, it's there as well towards the end. Um, so I think, yeah, you can, you can pop in half an hour to an hour each, each night and you'll be, you'll be done in like a week or so. Uh, yeah, that's that's my thought. There we go. It's fine for a busy gamer. You just want to disagree with me. <laughs> no, I don't. Yes, you do. No, I don't. <laughs> All right, I'm getting up uh, our little calendar because I'm pretty sure. Let's. What are we, we going to play next? Does anyone? Know? I do. It's Super Metroid. I've never played it ever. I it's this is on one of the this is on my list of games that like I want to play one day, but I haven't got around to it. But I know it's gonna be good because it's one of those games that everyone likes. Everyone who's played it is like, this is an amazing game, you know, top one hundred games kind of thing. So I'm eager. I've only the only Metroid games I've played are um on like the Wii or something. Metroid Prime, maybe not, but I haven't played a classic Metroid and. I've heard this one is very good. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, I've never played any Metroid, so this will be my first foray into that, I guess. Yeah. Okay. How will you be playing it? Uh, that's a good question. I, of course, will own it legally. I don't know what you're talking about. Do you have it? Does it come on the mini SNES? Yeah, that's I believe what I was so. Just wondering. I believe so. Mini SNES game list. Oh, Matt's checking. <laughs> yeah, I think it does. That's how I'll be playing. Yes, it is on the Mini SNES. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't expect it to not be because it's such a classic. Yes, I too will use my SNES Mini. You, you, hey, Matt, do you want to borrow my SNES? No. Oh, okay. Did I mean, we... if I if I lend you my Mini SNES and then I emulate it, Technically, it's not it's not illegal. You can uh, play on your new 3ds, Matt. Oh yeah, I might actually do that. You know what? It would be better if it, if it was on the Switch. But I've already had that complaint many times. Ha 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 ha. One day, so, I don't know how I'm going to play it yet, but I'm sure I'll find a way. Life uh, finds a way. I do know that. Okay, we'll we'll just talk overlay for a second. Uh, Nintendo went around the internet and cleaned up a lot of their ROMs. Yeah. Um, 
but I hope there's something I can find. I'm sure if you looked hard enough, you'd still find it. Otherwise, someone probably has them backed up somewhere. Yeah. That's half the fun. (laughs) Is just trying to find the emulation. Now, of course, you're on No Time to Grind. You're probably listening to us on iTunes, which is the most popular uh, service. Uh, Make sure to review us highly, please. Uh, (laughs) But you can also get us on Google Play, and we're available on Stitcher, which is Talk Radio On Demand. And if you like us and want to hear more of us, because who wouldn't, then there's another podcast called Wrong Place, Right Time, where we delve into a lot of things. Uh, and the next episode, which I don't, I'm not 100% when we're recording, hopefully now, uh, is going to be a banger. So stay tuned for that. And I don't you even can, know what it is, and I'm excited. Yeah, you can find that on all the same places, iTunes Store, Google Play, Stitcher, or pretty much on all good uh, podcast services, and review us highly. Even if you don't like us, here's the thing. Um, so I can only see... When I go in on my uh, checker of reviews, I can only see five-star reviews. So if you have a complaint, you need to do a five-star review and then write down the complaint, okay? <laughs> yeah, that's how that's how it works. If you, uh, no, if you want your review to be seen, you have to it, give it five stars. Yeah, it's just my thing's broken right now. Uh, I probably won't ever fix that. So if you have a complaint, five-star review. Um, for example, not enough Simpsons quote in an episode about The Simpsons. And people say I'm slow. Wait a minute. That was an insult. Quality. Quality. (laughs) Uh, Haven't heard that one 170 times. That one made sense because there was lots of dead air. (laughs) Everything's coming up. No time to grind. Bad Simpson quote timing for the podcast. Thank you for listening. Mono equals mono and rail equals rail. I got that wrong. That was nah. a very good episode. Uh, this has been No Time to Grind. I've been Matt. I've been Adrian. And I've been Michael. Thank you, and good night. It's hard to do a. a I've never heard anyone do the dough properly. That wasn't bad. That was pretty good. When the fire starts to burn, there's a lesson you must learn. Something, something, then you see you'll avoid catastrophe. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. Chow dear. Chow dear. It's chowder. Say it, Frenchie. My favorite voice to emulate is snakes. I just like, bye. (laughs) She needs premium, dude. Premium. See, I'm not good at just like, go. hey, Matt, do a Simpsons quote. I can't do it. But if someone goes like, hey, you know Snake from The Simpsons? I'd be like, bye. Bye. My name is Otto. I like to get blotto. (laughs) I don't know what blotto is. Drunk. That's an, isn't that an Aussie term as well? Yeah, getting blotto. Let's get blotto, mates. Let's stop the recording, mate.